Bring out Elizabeth Selwyn. The tortured souls cried out in agony as the flames mounted higher and higher. Burn, witch, burn, witch, burn, burn, burn. Those I've said in these known today are the actual practice of witchcraft in the 17th century. All right. A never-ending battle between good and evil. Indeed. That's the story of my life, my friend. Yeah, man. Well, you know, you have this desire to stay up and continue the fight. By the way, your your camera reads that your name is Mike. Uh, what the heck? Is that magic, Mike? It is. I am the magic man. Hang on. Where? How do you change that? General? Want me to change is? it for you? Um, you know what it is? It's like you change it and then and then it um goes back, I think. I don't uh, know. Give me a second, I'll rename it. Uh, yeah. Uh, there you go. How do you uh how do you get there, man? If you hover settings. over hover over your picture, your video. Okay stream uh-huh. and you'll see an ellipsis uh, well, and then like you're in settings this whole time and then you can do a bunch of different things but that's I one of them go. yes indeed double plus good man double plus good absolutely and then what is up with my lighting every time i go back it's get too dark Woo! nice Woo! yes indeed so uh, what you've been up to man Talk to work, me, Bella. man. Work, yeah. But yeah, going away this weekend, actually, we're going with like six or seven guys. They're all we're all uh, vaccinated, and nice. my buddy turned fifty. So he, we all rented a house where the plan was to go zip lining, um, okay, hanging around Where? a fire fire pit and drinking and just having a good time up in Hun- mm. Hunter Mountain. We rented a house, so. That's the plan. I'm leaving Thursday night and coming back Sunday morning. All right. There you go. How far is that from you? About an hour and a half, maybe. Not too bad. No, it's not too bad at all. I just am looking forward to getting away for a bit. Yeah. And just just hanging out, having a good time. I mean, I really haven't. You know, the last time I had a vacation, I don't even remember. It was like two years ago, maybe. And uh, yeah. And, you know, last time I had a vacation where it was just adults. Uh, mm. I don't think my memory goes back that far. Yeah, I think um, last time I had a vacation, I mean, you know, not that I'm working, but th- that I did actually go somewhere was mm. um, went on a cruise back in 2017, 2018. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We went to uh, Mexico. Went to uh, what's it called? Uh, um, oh, Chichen Itza was this? Uh, is this pyramid? Oh yeah, I remember you told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, really awesome. Everyone was calling it chicken pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No, yeah, really- I think I went to Florida. Mm-hmm. I forget near Clearwater, my uh, couple of friends of mine, we, it was my other friend, Chuck at the time, it was his 50th birthday. And so my, my buddy Ray and I flew out um, together and we went down to Florida um, Mm. for for a weekend, but it was like from Wednesday or Thursday. And then we came back on Monday. 
Or, yeah. Uh, or Tuesday. But it was it was, mm. you know, quite a few days and uh it was it was cool. We did the same thing, you know, drinking, we went swimming, hung out at the beach, went out to dinner a bunch of times and just had a good time. Yeah. That was uh Actually, that what, when when I went on that cruise, it was I think the second to last time I ever got obliterated, <laughs> like seriously obliterated. Then, like I was just just hammered, totally hammered. Remember we were hanging out. Remember yeah. we were hanging out at the bar in Lodi, re, the rebar, and you got freaking yes. blasted, and you were puking in the goddamn. Yeah, bar. I think it was the pasta, man. You know the Woo! food tasted good, but that jacked me up, dude. I was found. I was like a fountain, bro. It was just. <laughs> oh my God. It was crazy. Oh man, yeah, oh, that, that was such a fun night. That was crazy, man. And then. uh yeah, dude was like, all right, you got to leave. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, come on, let me take you home. Let me yeah, take you home. So bad, man. That was so bad. <laughs> dude, it was twice in the bar. I was just, Bwah! total, total. Uh, <laughs> Projectile uh, vomiting. Exorcist, man. It was I, the- I went full Regan. Reagan, Reagan, whatever. Yeah, Reagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reagan. That's it. Yeah. That that, that was, was fun. Nuts. That was you nuts. know. Every other time I went back there, I was like, uh-huh. "Hey, Omar, you want to come to the rebar with me?" You're like, "No, dude, I'm nah, not going back dude, there anymore." I'm never. I'm like, never, "Come on." Yeah. But I've I've been back there a few times since that, and uh, I was like, "Hey, my buddy Omar's coming." He's like, "That's not the guy." I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "He's not allowed back here." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's a yeah. paying customer. <laughs> I paid to get that mo- get that crap mopped up, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was nuts. Uh, yep. Yeah, what if it's still open? That was a long time ago, man. It is. Well, the last time I saw, I mean, I haven't been down to Lodi in a while. Yeah, but uh, well, the last time you've been to Jersey. Um, well, I've been through Jersey and been to places in Jersey, but the last time I was at the rebar was like the end of January, 2019. Mm. So, you know, two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Good times. Seriously. And, uh, what was the other place we used to go to? The Orange Lantern. We would go (laughs) to the Orange Lantern. That was a fun place, too. Yeah, it was so, funny that one time. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Oh yeah, now I was saying that 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 uh time that I that I puked my guts out. That was the only time I ever puked from my, uh getting drunk. Oh yeah, like the only time. Yeah, I was uh was very you know anytime I did get wasted, I um. <laughs> I always try, you know, tried to keep it under control as much as possible, you know. But yeah. that time, I'm telling you, I think there was something wrong with the food because I'm usually uh, in control. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. I don't think so. They had great food you. there. Always. They did. But this time, man, something was wrong with the pasta. I'm telling you now. It's uh, either that I, or maybe I was sick or something. Who knows? I don't know, man. But you got you were drinking a lot and we were doing shots, yeah. too, that night. So, I mean, it's OK. Yeah. 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 So before we get started and talk about, um, I don't want to forget this. So I, you know, I'm on Instagram a lot, and uh, I started following this guy on Instagram. I think people might be interested because if you're into horror, 
um, mm-hmm. and you're into collecting posters or anything else, like any horror memorabilia, um, you might be interested. So this is Exotic Originals. And okay. uh, Exotic Originals, his name is Dave Milligan. Um, Dave, I, I bought a bunch of posters from him, and he's got a ton of really cool horror, sci-fi, even just regular posters, but these are all Japanese or Thai posters and the artwork is alternate artwork, really Mm. lurid colors. um, And it's got, you know, it's all in Thai. And then I like it because at like at the bottom in small print, it would have like the English version of the Mm. title of the the film um, or even alternate titles. So I picked up a couple of posters from him that he had, and he's a great guy. We've uh, talked, shared, uh, you know, stuff about like books that we're reading and stuff like that. He's just a really cool guy. If you're interested in, um, you know, alternate movie posters, Thai and Japanese, he's got a, he's got a ton of them, exotic originals. And he also has a side business where some of these Thai posters are super expensive, 250, $300 or more. Yeah. Um, He's got an original, Thai uh, Terminator poster that is absolutely awesome. I'll show you the picture of it. Um, and it's like 230 bucks, you know, and it's got some water stains on it. Not too bad, but, you know, you you know, it would be over 250 bucks just for this poster. But he's got a lot of cool stuff. You guys should check him out. So anyone listening to us who's interested should add him as a friend. And if you're interested or even looking for something like he's searching for an original um Thai Dragon Slayer. Remember that movie back in the early ah, 80s? Great movie, man. Yeah, it was great a fun movie. That, that, that I had like one of the best dragons, you know. Absolutely. Until, until maybe like Game of Thrones came out, you know. Yeah, uh, but this was awesome at the time. And I was a kid, you know, I was maybe 13 when that movie came out, 12 years old. So that was like the ripe age, you know, and that movie was really just very cool and different. Uh so he's searching yeah. for one of those for me. Um another guy guy that i met whose artwork is just badass and the guy has got a really dark sense of uh, sensibility um you can check him out his um handle on instagram is is rutna r-u-t-t-n-a underscore his name is daniel francisco this guy's artwork is just absolutely just fantastic and he turned i got turned on to this just randomly um because i do i follow like hashtag art or whatever and i just mm-hmm. see a bunch of different artwork and his artwork came up he's got this oil on canvas where it's got these really uh creepy and and evil robed figures and like a room filled with like skeletons and um and mm-hmm. they're like unearthing this this creature or something this this skeleton or this form in this uh this casket anyway so uh we got to talking too and he seemed like a real cool guy and i was like oh you know what we're gonna i'm gonna give you guys a shout out um and i was like i hope you don't mind and they were like oh absolutely not you know thanks a lot man so check them both out on instagram if that's your thing uh if you like seeing like really cool and dark artwork um and or if you're interested in some really cool and different alternate artwork movie posters and one sheets and stuff uh check those guys out and uh yeah start a dialogue with them they're really cool and uh you know you might enjoy it so i I told them i'd give them a shout out today very cool man yeah so this next film that we're going to discuss 
we were talking about, hey, what movies are we going to talk about? And this is a movie that has always been on my radar. I would say maybe the last six or seven years. And I always forget to watch it, honestly. And I and I've heard a lot of hype about this film. And that was kind of one of the reasons why I didn't want to see it at first, because I was like, well, nothing's going to live up to this hype. And, I'm, you know, I do like vampire films, but I don't like the same old, same old vampire films. And this movie is mm. not one of those same old, same old vampire films. This movie is called Only Lovers Left Alive. Left Alive. And I got to say, dude, you were absolutely on the money with this one. Only Lovers Left Alive is one of my favorite new vampire films. And the movie came out in 2013, but it's just so great. Very fun, enjoyable movie. Kind of, you know, like slow pace, but never boring. All the scenes are are enjoyable. You know, know. that... That's a good way of putting it. I mean, it mm. is slow moving, but it is never um, it is never um, you never feel bored with it. I mean, mm-hmm. I- I'll give you a description on IMDb. A depressed musician reunites with his lover, technically his wife. Right. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Though their role, though their romance, which has already endured several centuries, is disrupted by the arrival of her uncontrollable younger sister. So that doesn't really do this film justice. I mean, there is. um, And just to give everyone a heads up, if you haven't seen this, I really recommend you stop this podcast and go, you know, go watch this movie and then come back uh, if you want to and listen to what else we have to say about it. But I really love it. Tilda Swinton, who is otherworldly already, you know, she has this all the quirky, time, <laughs> all the time. This this yeah, otherworldliness yeah. <laughs> to her, but I, it's just so riveting. No matter what she's in, she's always interesting to look at. Um, Tom Hiddleston, who is cool as hell, I I think he's fun. And on and you know, and on a sad note, Anton Yelchin, who yeah, rest in peace, man, because. He had such a cool vibe about him. And no matter what role he was in, he was always fun and interesting to watch. Um, And obviously the inimitable John Hurt, who passed away shortly after this film was made. Um, I just uh, John Hurt's one of my one of my favorite actors. I mean, he never got enough love, but the guy was just a super talent. Right. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just one of the finest uh, he was on stage, screen, TV. Um, you know, he was a he was kind of a small guy, but he had such a powerful, like this gravelly voice. You this, know, yeah, and a presence, you know? a real presence. He, yeah. he really did. I loved him in 1984. I loved him in mm. Alien. I, I I loved him in just every single thing I've ever seen him in. And it was I didn't realize that he was in this movie until the movie started, you know, the credits started rolling. I'm like, oh, awesome. He's in this. And yeah, and this was just before he passed away. I think um, maybe one of his last films. I'm uncertain. But uh, so the movie ago, man, 2013. And it will. I think it won won the Palm Door. Oh, really? Wow. I was reading up on it. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's and it's a vampire film, but it's not mm. your typical vampire. It doesn't become your typical vampire film until the last three seconds of the movie. 
Right, right. And, it, yeah, was, I, and it's it's not a horror movie. I mean, it's a I guess you could say horror adjacent, you know? Yes, it is um, horror adjacent. Right. Um, and the character development is great. They're just, uh, you know, um, like like you, you mentioned and, and we were talking about how he, uh, Hiddleston's character is uh, speaking to uh, what's her name? Um, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. And she's speaking to him through video on an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. And he's got this his his living room or whatever all rigged up with wires, like you know, hundreds of wires, so that she can appear on his like CRT television, you know, <laughs> it's this old, you know, like maybe nineteen sixties or something TV. Yeah, it's and, an old tube. Know. It's a tube yeah. TV with a yeah. wooden, like one of those old wooden box TVs. <laughs> Because the, obviously the guy, they've been around hundreds and hundreds of years. I mean, oh, thousands. I, yeah. <laughs> who knows? But I, I do like uh, the characters are named Adam and Eve. Yes. You know, so it's um, it, it kind of paints a picture that they've been around for eons. Right. And hmm. and I just I love that. Yeah, that was that was so cool because and he's like patching things in and, and, you know, going from his his little this little crappy old Apple computer that he had. Right. And then he puts it up on the TV and and she's yeah, there yeah. And, they're, and they're able to converse. And he is a musician and and they they talk about how he um influenced so many musicians and new mm. Mozart and Schubert and all these other um all these other famous musicians. Yeah. yeah yeah classical um, yeah and he's got this wall with all of these people you know these incredible he's got Edgar Allan Poe and Rodney Dangerfield all these photographs <laughs> on the wall and then they have like other characters on on the thing and um you know, it's like I, I was pausing just to kind of see everyone was up there and there was like, um, you know, blues musicians and and uh, jazz right, musicians right. and people from the you know 1600s. Like he had photo or pictures of them and it was just a really cool wall because, it, you know, in this case, he was he knew all of them. Um, right, right. And it was like a who's who like they just um, they spent their years as artists and he lives in this rundown old Victorian home in in a really decrepit, you know, burned out area of Detroit. And, um, you know, he they um, she is in Tangier. Right. And, he, and right. he's in Detroit and they haven't seen each other like even though they're still married they're still living apart from each other which is you know you would imagine that at that point you you're just living for experiences and to keep doing the things that you're passionate about um one of the first scenes that I, I just really liked is when Anton Yelchin is walking into this house, right? And this house has seen better mm -hmm. days. It's as mm -hmm. decrepit and as falling apart, you know, as you would imagine a vampire's home to be. It's just unkempt um, right. and, and falling apart, just like part of, you know, Detroit is, unfortunately. Um, but Anton, Anton Yeltsin, they got these uh, cases. And at first I'm like, what are they carrying in there? And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, guitar cases. Oh, I wonder what's in there. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. I can't wait to see this. And and they, they walk upstairs to his living room and uh, they start opening up these these guitar cases. 
and there's guitars in them. <laughs> and I'm, I'm right. like, oh, all right, well, that makes sense. All right. But I wasn't, you know, he's a vampire. Like, and I'm expecting something different. Sinister, um, maybe. Yeah. 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 It was exactly. It was, and I, it was off putting because, you know, he, even though he's a vampire, he's a musician first. And, He's been living his life um, as a recluse, even though, you know, he releases music, et cetera. He doesn't want he doesn't want to be known. And right. so he's released, uh, you know, current music as well. And you see him patching in all these different things. He's testing out the guitars and and the, these guitars are are ultra rare guitars. Right. Some of them electric guitars. One of them was like from the, a guitar from the early 1900s. And um, he's just uh, he's just a collector. And I was like, man, you know, you just live all of those years, but you still have your passions. You know what? Right. And and you would imagine you have all the time in the world to perfect your craft at that point. And he, which he has. Um, I just I just love the connection that these characters have. Number one, Tilda Swinton, the love that they have for each other mm -hmm. and how gentle and care and caring they are as vampires. Um, I just love this movie. It, and it was yeah, it was a great character study, you know, just to Perfect. imagine what what a vampire's life would be like, you know, if, yeah. if they were very human, you know. Yep. Um, of course, you know, it's, the, you know, of course, with a lot of uh, modern vampire movies, it's more, um, you know, there's either a science fiction or a fantasy element and, and it gets caught up in that. But this is more about if they were very human, they had very human behavior and, and things like that. And, and so, you know, these two happen to be very creative and, you know, and, and very passionate and intelligent and, yeah. Uh, and, and it's also the relation with her and uh, John Hurt's, uh, you know, uh, in the character and, and and how also how they have to survive and look for blood and things like that. And, I was going to say, uh, so <laughs> yeah. they don't drink blood uh, from mm -hmm. a human being, you know, like they don't rip into people's throats and kill people any longer. Um, mm -hmm. And in fact, um, later on in the film, one of the characters that they're with, uh, Tilda Swinton's sister, uh, surprises them and she ends up killing someone and she and they start berating her and they're like, what the yeah. hell is wrong with you? What are you uh, a savage? What is this? The 1500s? And it was just so funny because the humor is so droll in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is brilliant. And I just I just found myself hysterically laughing. So there's a lot of black humor about, um, you know, these characters. And and I just they're just so so much fun to watch. But the sister, you know, um, Tom Hiddleston hates really hates her. He despises her presence and it disrupts, you know, the kind of. um paradise that they set up even though it's you know this decay that they're involved mm. in but um she comes and and they go out to the bar like you know, he calls uh, anton yelchin's character and and his character comes to the house and they all go out excuse me they go out to a bar and they're hanging out and he's you know yelchin's drinking beer and everything but they're not and mm -hmm. What's his name brings a flask of blood and he's right. drinking, he takes a swig of it and they're all drinking the blood. And the end time, just like, oh, you know, can I have a sip? And they're like, no. And he's like, oh, OK. 
<laughs> you know, it's like you, you feel bad. Like they don't, they're hanging out with him, but he's not one of them. Exactly. He, he thinks they have no choice. Not, he just thinks that he's not cool enough to be one of them, that he's just kind of like lucky <laughs> enough that they're hanging out with him, you know, but he doesn't know that they're vampires. Um, and then so like they're hanging out and doing this thing. And then finally he's like, you know, we just have to go. It's just time to go. Um, and then so they're home and they're hanging out and it's getting really, really, you know, the wee hours of the morning and they're getting ready to go to bed. So he's like, all right, you know, um, Hiddleston turns to Yelchin and he's like, you know, I, it's time to go, man. He's like, you know, it's, mm. it's he goes, we'll, we'll call you soon. And, you know, and he's like, yeah, I had a great time hanging out. He's finishing. He's like, oh, I'm going to I'll finish my beer and go. He's like, all right, you know, have a good night. Uh, we'll see you soon. And 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 he and Tilda Swinton go off. And now it's Yelchin and Tilda Swinton's sister, whom I'm drawing a blank. And and I'm going to check up. Maya. Last name. I forgot how to pronounce her last name. It's like uh, uh, Was Wasikowska. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Slavic name. Yeah. But she's Australian, actually. Um, mm-hmm. But. Anyway, her character is is really, you know, she's the monkey wrench in this whole situation. She uh, is looks like she was turned when she was very young. Mm. And, you know, so she's very impetuous. Um, she and you just know something bad is going to happen. Like Anton, you know, like I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, get out of there, man. <laughs> you know, like she's you knew. I just knew what was going to happen. And I, I'm sure the rest, yeah. like anyone watching this movie knows what's about to happen. But I'm like, hey, you know, he Hiddleston should have just walked him out the door at that point. Exactly. She's she's toxic. That one. <laughs> oh, terrible. So he wakes up and like, you know, they're looking around. And he's like he sees like uh you know, this mess in the in the living room and he's looking around at different places and the, the sister is um isn't in her bedroom. He goes into the parlor and he sees Yelchin's character, just like this pale face mm. and his eyes are open on the couch and he's just drained. You know, yeah. he's dead. Right, right, and, right. And so he starts yelling and screaming. He drops the this flask of of blood, and this is the good stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll, I guess, we'll talk about that in a second too. But, um, and he starts yelling and berating the. He's like, "This is why I didn't want you here. Couldn't you have just turned him?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. It was so, it was just an accident, you know." Like she was just like, "Meanwhile, you knew he was just so cute, you know." And I was like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, God, <laughs> this is just like what if you know the the personality that you had in life was what you carried with you in death, and you just possessed that same that same type of um." Never changing, yeah, yeah, for yeah. all eternity, <laughs> and that's how these characters are. Like Tilda Swinton's character is a, li- um, she's like this literary, um, you know, genius. She loves, right? Uh, she has all these books. Like she's in Tangier. They get off the phone call, and she's gonna pack her bags, and she's just packing books. You know, because right. what else does a vampire really need? You know, like and maybe a change of clothing, one or two, but, um. She's just packing all her favorite books and she's reading them super fast. And, you know, you could tell that she's probably read these books. These are probably all first pressings, you know, Um, and she's just rereading like her favorite books. And I'm saying to myself, fuck, this would be me if I was a vampire, you know, and I would just (laughs) like I would be like have all these first editions because you have a shit ton of money just from, you know, living all of these years. And, you know, by, you know 
uh, you know, taking on collecting. all of these things, yeah, you're collecting yeah, yeah. and everything, you know. So it's just brilliant. I just like how the characters live their lives. And there's a there's a this um this ennui that um mm-hmm. that Hiddleston's character possesses, and then he talks to Yeltsin at one point. He's like, here's he just gives him a stack like a fat knot of money, right? He just hands him a right, right. <laughs> And he's like, listen, I want you to talk to this guy that you know, and I want him to create a bullet. I have a 38 revolver and I want a bullet created with um, but I want the casing would be it could be copper. Right. But I want the bullet itself to be made of wood. I'm like, yeah, shit. I'm like, what the hell? After he creates this this bullet with the you know, that's made of wood. Uh, he thanks the guy. He's ready to give him more money. And the Elchin is just like, no, man. He's like, you don't have to. You already paid me once. Uh, I, I don't want to take more money from you. Like Anton Yelchin is like, he's the kind of guy that's hanging out with him and getting the things that he wants and doing these things for Hiddleston's character because he genuinely respects him as a musician and right, really right. likes him and wants to be around him. Mm-hmm. And I just found that just interesting. The dynamic in their friendship was really, really just interesting and cool. Um, and which why I was, you know, at later on when he's killed, he's so furious at it because it's like, you know, he calls these, um, he calls human beings zombies. Mm. So there's just such this condescension, but he genuinely liked really it. liked exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like there was a, there was yeah. a friendship there. Like he didn't look at, there was no disdain uh, with, right. him, with him. He liked him and you feel badly about it, you know, because when he takes the bullet, loads the bullet into the pistol and holds it to his chest. Yeah. He points it over his heart. I'm like, Oh wow. Like you can just, he like, he's suicidal. He right. just, he's having these thoughts like, any other living or unliving being, you know, you're just, he's tired of living the life that he's living. And so he, he, um, you know, is pondering these thoughts of suicide and only when uh, Tilda Swinton comes to join him, does he start to kind of really relish being um, right, being around her and being, you know, I guess alive, you know? Right. Right. Gives him more meaning in his. Yeah. In his uh, undead life. <laughs> yep, yep. And so they throw this monkey wrench in the plans and they kick her out of the house because she kills him. And then they roll him up in a carpet and they're like, all right, we have to do something with his body. And now they just dump the body. And then immediately they go back to the house and, and you know, she's like, fucking leave everything. And he's like, what? What about all my things? My guitars? Right. She's like, I'll buy you and I'll, I'll buy you others. You know, it's <laughs> like, who cares? Let's just get out of here. Hmm. So they pack up and they're like, we need a flight from Detroit to Tangier and we need it all at night. We want we want to leave at night and we need to arrive at night. I'm like, <laughs> I, I know it's a difficult task, but this is what we're looking for. And it's just hysterical. I'm like, right. how how does how does that work? You know, like, how do they get that? Right. <laughs> everything about this film and I need to I want to own this movie and I want to watch it again. Um, I ordered um, they released it on a soundtrack on vinyl. It was like a limited edition and I ordered it. And I'm waiting for it to come in. I or- actually ordered it before I saw the movie. I ordered it a few weeks back um, just because I've heard so much about it. And um, 
some one of our guests that we had on here, the grape vinyl, Dylan, um, of, mm. of the grape vinyl on Instagram. He was like, dude, you you will love this movie. Like Brooklyn and I, we we watch it a bunch of times. We just really love it. And it's so not it's a horror movie, but it's not really a horror movie. You should really see right. it. And I was like, oh, dude, right. it's on my list. But when you and I started talking about it, you're like, you should really see this. And I'm right. like, all right, fuck it. I'm, I need to watch this already. <laughs> And now I love it. Yeah. I absolutely lo- adore this movie. I think I it think was this is... it's really great, great movie. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I remember when I first saw it. I was I, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "I tell you, dude, you got to watch this movie." <laughs> it was such a such I a know. great one, man. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why I put it off for so long, but some movies do that, and it was worth the wait. It really was yeah. worth the wait. Absolutely. Um, at the very end of this film, you know, they, they have a long flight and they're jet lagged, but they're also mm-hmm. blood blood lagged because they, they can't drink blood on the flight, you know, and then. Right. Um, so they're, they're just waiting to, to land. And when they do, they have this jet lag about them and they go to see John Hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's is super old already, but, you know, he's immortal. And so they go and they're looking for him. They can't find him. And then they do. Um, they they go to a, a mutual friend, kind of a familiar is, is right. the vibe I got. He was he was hurts familiar. And yes. he and he, um, you know, pull takes them in and they see John Hurt and he's ill and dying and i'm like what the hell and then then it's revealed that he had a uh he had a bad batch of blood right 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 and that and then you kind of like get the idea that they're really avoiding bad blood because there's so many toxins in modern human beings there's um you know that we we eat the wrong foods we drink the wrong the wrong stuff everything (laughs) we have is chemicals yeah chemicals and preservatives (laughs) and everything you know so like john hurt's always talking about or giving her the blood like before she leaves tangier like he's got the good stuff right and and so you know like he's got the he's got his finger on the pulse literally of of people with with good blood you know and um so he says, oh, I have a little bit of the good stuff left. So he gives them whatever drops of blood are left in his flask that he has. And then he passes on, you know, and, and you see like the love his familiar has. But, you know, vampires and their familiars, you know, he's probably glamoured in a way. Um, but, you know, um, right. It's, you, you get a chance to see the side of vampires and then she's weeping for him. And, you know, so it's like, all right, they're immortal. But he had this bad blood and he dies. Which was off-putting at first because I'm like, oh, you know, in this in this world, you know, they're immortal, but they they can die. Obviously, besides being, you know, a stake through the heart or right, a wooden right. bullet through the heart. Yeah, um, which I just found to be interesting. But as he's uh, on his deathbed, they're talking, and you know, she was like, you you had such a wonderful life, and you were so talented, and and he's like, you know, and he shits on William Shakespeare. He's like, you right. that. <laughs> fucking hack you know what i mean because you know he was he was this genius who who gave him his talent you know yeah because he's lived a thousand years and he's you know he's the literary genius um so i love the fact that these are like their their circle of friends are all um these artists the uh exactly the original influencers right yeah exactly (laughs) Oh my God! It it, yeah. it was it's such a brilliant movie, and there's so many references in here, just musically and literary, and um, it's 
I just love these characters. Yeah. yeah, historically, right. Yeah. And so now they're walking through Tangier. They don't know where to where to get the blood from. They're not barbarians, right? They're mm -hmm. they're cultivated, cultured, civilized vampires. They uh they happen. She's like, "Give me your money." I, I told you I would get you a present. And she right runs off with this cash and comes back with this beautiful this old um antique loot and or whatever. Um, and he absolutely loves it. You know, she just wants to give him a gift uh, to make him feel better. And they they had no blood and like whatever um the good stuff was was only a couple of drops. It was not enough to sustain them. To exactly. And they're going through the town and they see this one woman singing and she's riveting, you know, she and they're just mm -hmm. engaged like here they are like they're almost at their at the very end of their lives because they haven't had any blood and they stay and they just still pause to, um, you Enjoy. know, it's almost, yeah. yeah, they it's like they're enjoying the beauty of life. And music right. is one of those things that you just that connects people that connects people, and uh, and so they happen to uh, you know walk together, and now they're sitting in the corner just waiting for something to happen. It's like they're waiting almost for the sun to come up at that point, mm. like you know. So this is it. This is where it ends and everything. And they happen to look off to the side, and these two young lovers are um, are kissing and and you know making out, and it's it's right. under under the stars and moonlight. And, um, you know, they, they said, oh, well, they kind of looked to each other like, OK, well, you know, let's turn them. And yeah, then, yeah. And this is the best. Hiddleston is like, it's so romantic, you know, like how romantic oh, right. of you. And I just like, oh, my God, that is that's just the best. You know, like he just looks at them and goes, they're going to die if they don't. And they don't necessarily want to, but they're looking at this young couple and they kind of see themselves perhaps five, six hundred right, years right. ago <laughs> in that moment. The, he, they see themselves and they're like, well, we're going to die if we don't, you know, like in their head, they're probably thinking this. And so they go and they see the couple and they interrupt them until the swims is like, you know, pardon me. And they turn to them and you just see in, you know, the camera frames them. And for right, that, right. the three seconds their fangs are out and they're like, <laughs> and they're just like that. And Hiddleston's at the, you know, like, and then, right, and right. then, and then it pauses for like two seconds. So the scene itself is just the two vampires. And that literally is the only frame in the entire film. That's really redolent of a vampire film. Everything else is its own DNA. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It, it was, it was just so artistically done. It was, you know, intelligent. It wasn't rushed. You know, it was um, well thought out, you know, yeah. like how exactly they have to plan the flights and everything and, you know, try to avoid the sun. It, it was just such a, a really enjoyable movie. It really I mean, was. I liked it a lot. It, I saw, I mean, sadly, the, the movie that he followed, well, he had one movie called Patterson, which was actually, uh, you know, Patterson, New Jersey, which I yeah. haven't seen yet. And I, and I really should see it. But then after that, unfortunately, he did that zombie movie, which was just not not really good. And um, I do want to, uh, you know, watch some more of his movies. Uh, Jim Jarmusch, you know, the director. So yeah, um, want to watch some of his older movies. Yeah, me too. I like him because he's quirky and he does things exactly. differently. I, I didn't I didn't mind that zombie movie. Um, you know, it was different. 
uh, the dialogue was similar similar in terms mm-hmm. of that that droll sensibility. I um, right. But it wasn't it didn't have the depth that this movie does. Not yeah, not even close. No. And um no. the the whole breaking of the you know fourth wall, you know, with sort of not really speaking to the audience, but talking about how they're in a film. I yes. don't know. It just it didn't have um there was no purpose to that, you know? Yeah. And that Tilda um, Swinton, who's also in it, just gets picked up by UFO. <laughs> What's that about? You know, it was just I know, I know. Just had no served again, served no purpose. I'd watch it again. Only I saw it in the theater, by the way. Oh, um, okay. And um yeah. I, yeah. I, it, it just it, it just didn't have the same depth, although it was entertaining yeah. for what it was, but it didn't yeah. engage it didn't engage me, you know. Like I wasn't right, like right. I didn't love it. No, um, no, but it was it was OK. Um, yeah. You know who I give a, a special nod to that? I really mm-hmm. just he doesn't get enough love. And that's the actor Jeffrey Wright. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Wright plays Dr. Watson <laughs> in, in this movie. And that's Hiddleston's connection to the blood supply. Right. Because he has the he has his own good stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. He's not he's not draining individuals, you know, um, and right. let's face it. You know, he's he's in an area of of De- of Detroit that is completely just gone. And um, and there's not much around him to, you know, to take advantage of in terms of blood sucking. So he has to go to Dr. Watson and he appears with a doctor's, you know, coat, white uh, coat on <laughs> with a doctor's and mask. This. And like, you know, the head covering, you know, if like you're in surgery and he uh, has a doctor's name badge and it's Dr. Faust. Right. <laughs> and he's like, really, Dr. Faust, you know, and then so Dr. Watson is, uh, you know, making fun of Hiddleston's character. And he's like, you know, that that uh, stethoscope, you really have to get something. Exactly. He's like, that's like an antique. No one in their right mind would be using that stethoscope from the 1970s because Hiddleston, or 60s. He's like, or he's like maybe from the 70s or early late 60s. And it's funny because later on, about 25, 30 minutes later, uh, he he's with Tilda Swinton now and he's like, oh, I'm going out, you know, I'm going to go get some blood, Um, you know, wait here. And she's like, oh, you don't want me to see your case. He's like, no, no, this is just private. Let me go do this. I'll be back with some blood for us. And she's like, really, darling, that that stethoscope from 1967, you really need to get something <laughs> like that doesn't play, you know, and it, I just started cracking up <laughs> laughing because they just refer, you know, the reference, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's just funny. Like it I just I, I love the banter in this film. It's just it really gets to you, you know, and exactly these, char- these characters get under my skin and I just I just love it and in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they do yeah. get under your skin in a good way. So, yeah, check out this movie. How, how many wooden stakes do you give this film? Honestly, man, I'm going to give it the max. I really enjoyed this movie. Me too. I just, give it a it five out such, of five. Yeah, absolutely. Just a really fun, enjoyable movie. It's you brilliant. know, again, character development, the dialogue, the details, everything about it was really great. 100%. Such a good movie, man. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. Check out this movie, Only Lovers Left Alive. It's it's just fantastic. You you won't be disappointed. 
if you are expecting a vampire movie like The Lost Boys, then you're going to be disappointed. Nah, That's not nah, this movie, but go not. into this. This is a slow burn character study. This is a fun, enjoyable movie about and vampires comedic, living. And it's, exactly. And it's I had some good comedy to keep it, you know, uh, really, totally. you know. No, uh, so it's that's why it was, for me, it was just a full, the complete, you know. Now. Yeah. Go oh, go ahead. What were you just? No, no, say? no, no, no. That's all. Okay. I, <laughs> I saw I saw a vampire movie last night and it was van, it was vampires versus the Bronx. I got to see that, man. I never even this, heard of that until you told me. We, I told you, like, if you're going to change the title, the alt title for me would be Lost Boys in the Hood. Nice. And it was like, that's my alt title for this movie. And uh, Vampires versus the Bronx. It's PG-13. It's about what you're expecting from a title, Vampires versus the Bronx. It's a fun movie. It's got these kids in it which reminded me of the lost boys, you know, like the frog brothers and, you know, really connecting with, um, you know, trying to stop these vampires. And not only are they vampires, but God damn it, they are encroaching on the Bronx, you know, on their territory. And this is the, the battle of uh, the, the people that live there versus the gentrification of their neighborhood. So that's what's going on, man. They're not nice. only vampires, but this gentrification that's happening, you know, the bodega, they're trying to save the bodega. And it's it's really just a hell of a lot of fun. You know, right, don't don't, go, gi don't give away too much because I got to see. I'm this, not. Man. I, I recommend it. This. It was yeah, just a yeah. fun movie. So right, I'll watch yeah. it. I'll watch it after we're done. I'll yeah, I watched it last night. I was uh, looking for a movie yeah. and I couldn't find anything. And I was like, oh, you know what? I saw this title a half a dozen times and it looked just ridiculous. And I, I wasn't expecting much, if nothing. Yeah, like yeah. But let me tell you, it was a lot of fun. I won't give anything away. Watch it. Tell me what you think. I definitely will. Man. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Only Lovers Left Alive. It was definitely, definitely solid to go check it out. And uh, any uh, any last words, sir? No, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Had close fun. the close the coffin on this one. All right. All right.